Oh. Becky, Becky and Cam hotline. <laughs> Hi, hurry up. This is Becky speaking. Cam is also on the line. What's your problem? Hi there. Becky and Cam Hotline. You're listening to the Becky and Cam Hotline. We're here. We're back. We're doing it. We both cracked a beer. Yep. Very exciting. Yes. Let's see whether that takes our energy. Often it can dampen it, but <laughs> we'll see it can also p- pivot us into another realm. I also, for full balance, I do have an open Red Bull in front of me as well. And I sculled one in the alley earlier. So we have to do a very short episode today because Becky is literally leaving for a flight. I am. And I'm in the middle of a book tour. Mm. Um, I, I do urge you, if you haven't, to purchase my book. You've got to, you've got to purchase um, you know, I don't it. ask that much of you, but I, I will be trying to sort of promote this for a little while because I, I really think you should buy it. And I think it's really unfair that you listen every week yeah. um, and then kind of don't make that extra step to purchase something that I have <laughs> made for you. But that's okay. Everyone has different ways of showing love. Some people say, give me compliments in the DMs. And then some, you know, some people come to shows. And that's, that's true. Fun. Actually, I met a, a couple of our really cute fans at my Sydney book launch. At your and Sydney book? By yeah. the way, I was at your Sydney book launch. I know, I know, I know. I sat right up the back. <laughs> I know, I could feel you. And I was just turning around to the guy next to me and bitching about you. Yeah, like, everything you said, you're like, I was everything going, I said. She's lying. <laughs> <laughs> She's a liar. <laughs> so you met some fans of ours at the Yes, launch. and they were lovely and cool and, like, not freaks. Thank God. I know. They were really nice. Because so sometimes out. when you hear the calls, you're like, are all our listeners freaks? <laughs> so it's so nice to know that there's a couple of normos yeah, out there. Yeah, there's normies in there for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, that's great. Enjoy the rest of your book tour. I hope everyone's going to it. As I mentioned, I went to the Sydney one. It was so great. So many stories. Yes. So much fun energy. I set up my own little stall at the back and we're selling knick-knacks. preserves and knickknacks <laughs> and scones and I didn't yeah. get much traction over at my stall but yeah. um but those that but there came, are a lot of smiles yeah a lot of, <laughs> a lot of encouraging smiles walking yeah. past yeah thumbs up double I, thumbs up I, I think in retrospect setting up right next to the uh, toilet was a bad move because mm, yeah. people wanted to kind of be not be seen yeah and yeah. there were they, and you and you were timing people you said seven minutes <laughs> 45 seconds. What were you doing in there? Check your prostate, mate. <laughs> if you're doing little pisses like that, there could be something, you know. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. I think back on it, maybe I brought the wrong energy to my stall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but that's okay. That's okay. We're different people. We're not the same. So we do have to hurry this episode along because, as we mentioned, your plane is leaving. It's careening down the runway right now. Yeah, I've got it. They, they told me it'd be sweet if I was a bit late, but I do have to run alongside and jump <laughs> onto the wing and then clamber my way through. So, so something they're doing just for me. I am platinum on Virgin. That is very nice. So why don't we go straight to our first call so we can get you out of here. Let's do it. Hi, Becky. Hi, Cam. Um, it's Zoe here. Me and my boyfriend are massive fans of the show. Um, I've got a bit of a problem, though. Um, my boyfriend actually seems to have fallen in love with Cam, um, and now he's threatening to um, to leave me for, for Cam. Um, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> help. Well, I mean, my first thoughts are obviously thank you. Like, that's a, you know, that's where you want to start. You want to start with being flattered, mm. okay? Um, my next thought is, you know, your boyfriend's threatening to leave you for me, but I have no 
say in this. No agency? No agency, like as if I'm just uh, a side character in your boyfriend's story. And everyone knows you're the main character. Well, at least in my story I'm the main character. So he's got this fantasy, I'm going to leave my girlfriend and run off with this podcaster slash comedian slash actor slash writer slash... Belle of the ball. (laughs) Bon vivant. (laughs) Um, But, you know, what about me? What about my wants? What about my needs? Exactly. Like, you don't even know if you have an attraction with this guy. I don't. I've never... I've never found a guy that I have an attraction to apart from really famous guys. And I think that's mainly like due to power and money and status Yeah, like you you don't want to sort of fuck them so much as you want them to offer you a part in their show. Yeah, I want to be like best friends with them and maybe it's – kind of flirty but that's not coming from a sexual place it's more like i can't believe this guy likes me this much yeah and you want to like charm this them. famous and also i love <laughs> like he could have anyone and he wants me and i'm i'm a massive star fucker that's something <laughs> that everyone yeah, knows cameron's a real ladder climber i see a ladder i climb it i yeah. see a snake i slide down it i'm playing <laughs> games i'm playing mind games babe yeah, and I don't think that your boyfriend could kind of handle that. Like, There's no way he could handle it. No, because people don't know what it's actually like to be friends with you. They think it's all ha, 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 ha. What's I, it really like? It's a lot of um, messages in the middle of the night. It's, um, <laughs> it's Saying what? Saying just like, have you seen this show? Um, I need to talk. Hey, where are you? Hey, Becky. Beck. <laughs> Pick up. Yeah. Question mark, what's, question mark, what's a go? exclamation mark. I'm always there for you and it's like I'm asleep. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think you can decide if you're going to be with me or not. I think you need to prove it. My f- God, oh. and then like what if like you do fall in love and then like you're all distracted and we don't get to do the podcast anymore? Mm. Like, This would be a huge blow to my life, you know, because I'm married, I have a dog, I have... You have a Catholic family, so yeah. you'll be explaining that oh to God. them. Like, Coming out to my family would be a nightmare. Yeah. My, mo- there was so much drama when my little brother came out as a vegetarian. <laughs> Imagine how psycho they'd go if I came, if I was like, yeah. Nan, I'm eating more meat than you can even understand. <laughs> And that's and also like your mum would love it though. She'd like love to have a gay son. Definitely. My mum was praying for a gay son. Yeah. It, it she just her eyes would be glistening. It says she got three stoic boys yeah. who don't give much. Straight AF. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Look, I think um please feel free to have a crush on me. I'm more than happy to accept that and know about it. But love, you know, relationship, I don't think that's on the cards. No. I can't do it. Sorry. Yeah. Um and I guess like if you know, we could put it into our three famous words, a catchphrase, if you will. Yeah. Lose, lose this, this number. number. <laughs> now on to our next call. Hi, I have a friend who I went to school with in the Blue Mountains and she's now grown up and moved to Melbourne and is a yoga teacher. The other day I saw her do an Insta story and she had a serious English accent. My question is, what do you do with friends who pretend they're from a different country but grew up in Katoomba? Ah, the old fake accent. Normally it's when people have gone away to another country and come back, but this chick's just been near Penrith and moved to Melbourne. Yeah, it's funny, like, no one ever comes back from Thailand with a Thai accent. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, no one ever gets one that's kind of like the Slovenian or, like... 
It's it's always the, the British one. It's always British or French or mm. a little bit American. Yes. Okay, this is interesting. So your friend has attempted the total rebrand. She's moved from Katoomba. She's denying her Katoomba roots. And why would you? Beautiful part of the world. It is. It's really an up-and-coming place. Yeah, there's um, the winter solstice there every year. I've never been, but I've seen flyers. There's a... <laughs> There's a cafe, I think, mm-hmm. and they do like a Wednesday night curry. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And it's all right. And it's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a restaurant that's run by a cult called the Yellow Deli. Aha. Uh-huh. And I popped in and I didn't much care for the food, so I didn't join the cult. Okay. But there's a lot going on up there and, and she's denying it. She's moving to Victoria, which at the moment is the COVID capital of Australia. And she's pretending to be British? Oh, my God. I don't know what to do with this girl. Well, why don't we act it out? I'll be the girl. All right, great. Okay, so, so you're – all right, so I'm going to be so – We went to school together and now we're – knows you from your past. Yeah, and so we're, we're, we've run into each other. Let's say we're on Smith Street in Melbourne. Do you know that was just voted the coolest street? I know. It's crazy. In the world? Whoa. Crazy. It is crazy. It's it feels like, like they just are giving them awards because they're going through COVID stuff. Yeah. So trying to make them feel better about it. I saw that and it's like, can you really give – uh, like cool street in the world to a street that has a Gloria Jeans on it. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess move over Bleecker Street, New York. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. So I will run it. I'm I'm carrying like a box, and I've got organic ingredients in there. Okay, cool. And my name is um, Blaine. Okay. Okay. My name's um, Alicia. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. Leash. Oh. Um. Sorry. Alicia? Oh, Blaine. Yeah, Blaine, yeah. Oh, my God. Marvellous to see Holy you. Holy hell. How are you? I'm so well. It's, oh you are looking amazing. Um, how, how is home? How's home? I was just going to say, like- I haven't seen – when did you leave the mountains? Because I haven't seen you in Yonks, it yeah, feels like. Yeah, well, I left after – Um. oh, God, when was it? It was – Hey, after, sorry. What's sorry. Um, What's going on with the – What? With the accent. Oh, my accent. Yeah, did you always talk with... Yes, well, my dad lived in Britain when he was younger, so... Really? Um, yes, so we've huh. always sort of had that kind of tie to the the motherland, yeah. I just, yeah, I guess I never noticed it. I guess I haven't seen you in a little while. Yeah, it's been ages. Six months or How something? Are... I think it's been longer than that, because I know I was, I was, um... I sort of I, I took up residency in Sydney for a little while, and um, I think you, from memory, I remember you because you were living with um, my girlfriend. Yes. How is Jessica? She's, She's fine, but you guys were living together in Blackheath, and mm. then you. Oh, you've got a wonderful memory, don't you, Blaine? Yeah, because it was only it was within the last twelve months, and so, then so, so, you so, so. moved. You didn't move to Melbourne, but you drove to Melbourne, and then you yeah. flew. No, sorry, you drove to Sydney, and you flew to Melbourne. Yes. From there. I so, had to see some family friends in Sydney because there was a an estate issue. It's just like, I just never knew you had this accent. And I, you yeah. know, I mean, you lived with Jess for so long. Yeah. I never heard the accent. What's yes. I, I, I suppose sometimes we don't want to hear sort of things that could, um, you know, sort of destroy our worldview. I know that since moving to Melbourne, I've, I've been sort of, my, my mind's been open to that, that kind of closed off nature of, you know, small towns. I'm sorry, but Katoomba is a small town. It's... It's, it's, you know, it's it's closed-minded and it's been so wonderful here. I'm, I'm making all these friends, um, you know, people of colour and I'm getting, uh, you know, I'm going to rallies and I'm um, surrounding myself with people who have uh, crazy hair and I feel so amazing about yeah, it. Yeah, and you're dressing totally different to how you used to dress because you, yes. 
you just worked at H&R Block and uh, you kind of wore like a basic pantsuit sort of thing yes. and on the weekends, board shorts and thongs and stuff. And now you, it looks like you're wearing... Thane, you've got, you've got a photographic memory. I, oh, well, as I, I remember as that I, about you. As I said, it was only about six, seven months ago. And now you're wearing kind of like caftan and mm. your hair's done up in sort of... In a, a sort of knot. Yeah, knot on the top of your beads head. beads in and, it. Yeah, what's, um, what's happened here? It looks like you've totally... Rebranded. Rebranded, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just, it, I'm just becoming the person I was always meant to be. British. I was always British. You weren't British because I remember uh, now that you're talking about your dad having ties to the motherland, I remember that's not true because your dad, Gus, grew up on the central coast. I remember that Blame, because what, we spoke what about is it that, that for you ages. Want exactly? He said he goes for the Mariners. And, and I said, I love the Mariners. What are you doing in Melbourne? <laughs> I'm down here. <laughs> what am I doing here? Yeah. Um, I'm down here. I'm going to Fed Square. I'm finally going to see it. Oh, wow. Well, that's that's marvellous. And it's so nice to see you. And um, I do hope that, uh, you know, this is sort of our last meeting. I, What's I, going on with you? I have a... You, no, you're floundering. You're, I'm you, not floundering. You have a look on your face as if to say, I've been caught in a lie, I've been caught in a lie. Gosh, you really just say everything that you think, don't you? It's sort of, um, it's it's spectrumy, but I mean, you know, that's that's all. Uh, you know, can not. you just can you just admit to me that you um, that you're faking your accent? Right I'm now? not faking my accent. You just say it. Just admit it. I don't have to do that. I actually am allowed to be who I am, and uh, you've come into my space, and I, I wish you well. And and uh, what I've learnt from from people in Melbourne is that everyone can do whatever they the hell they want. Have you heard of Rachel Dolezal? I, I believe she was problematic in some way. I, I Do you saw... remember what she did? No, I, I don't. I'll refresh but... your memory because I... Um, Blaine, Ra- I really, I have to go... I'll refresh I your memory. A... Rachel Dolezal was a white woman from America who misled people to believe that she was African-American and she took jobs that were for African-Americans in the academic world. Yes, I, I mean, you know, I, I really don't want to have an opinion on this. I believe transracialism could be a thing in the future. And I, I, you know what? The thing is, I don't they, believe in transracialism. Okay. And also, I think it's just, it's kind of what you're doing. It's not, it's nowhere near as bad as what Rachel Dolezal did, but... It's just as psycho Lane, in a way, I'm, if that I'm, makes I'm sense. Crashing. I'm, I'm crashing. I have, I have chronic crashing. fatigue. And no, I, you don't. I'm crashing. I, I often just sort of fall asleep in the middle of, of, of conversations and I feel that I, I feel that urge coming on. But I remember you used to play uh, indoor soccer and you had so much energy. I don't think you had chronic no, fatigue. No, I, ha- I do have it and, um, and I'd like you to just believe it. I just wish that you'd believe what I say. <laughs> that would be the best thing for me is if you would just believe... What I'm saying to you now, Blaine, so please just walk away and and I'm going to walk on my merry way. Okay, that's fine. But um Just go. I'm gonna tell everyone that you Back home? Yeah, back home that you're like faking being British and you've changed your whole look and just want you to know that it's going to be a, a big gossip so point I, I for me ha- and all the people back home. So I've not pulled one over you at all. No, you haven't I've pulled one not over. Not one me. part of my story is no. ringing true. No, no, no. Well, I've, that's most unfortunate. If anything, you've, I've loved I've loved watching you dig. It's been exciting yes, for well, me. Um, dig I shall and dig, <laughs> dig on and um, I, I, I shall see you at the Katoomba anniversary of our school, which I will be attending. And will you be British there? I've, I will be who I am. Okay, so probably no. Well, we, we don't know. I, um, I, I, I just I don't know how to get out of this, and I, I just wish it had never happened. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> okay, bye. Cheerio. Oh, God. <laughs> did you ever know anyone who did that? Yeah, I know heaps of people that have done it. It's, it's so, so crazy. Gross. What's so funny is like no one from England ever ha- ever comes to Australia and gets yeah, an accent. That's very true. Like yeah. it, no one's ever like, oh yeah, like we, you know, it's it's always reaching. It's like you're so susceptible. You're letting yourself be, like you. It's it's like aspirational. Yeah, and you're you like, know what? There's nothing to aspire to about being British. No, they're bad people. Yeah, and, and the royals killed Diana. Yes. And you know how we feel about Diana. We love Lady Di. We on love this Lady Di, and we we lament the day she was squished in a tunnel. Yeah. So thank you so much for calling, and I'm sorry about your friend from yeah. the mountains. And R.I.P. I guess she's she's gone. Yeah. And do a little googling about Lady Di because yeah, what happened there was fucked up. Yeah, it was really fucked up, and the Queen, you know, she knows what she the did. The Queen knows what she did. Yeah. And she yeah, and she will meet her She'll maker the day. <laughs> She'll rue the day, She'll that, rue she, the day. that she pruned England's rose. Hmm. I like the way I said that. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Let's okay. go to our next caller. Hi, guys. I've got a problem with work and social media. Sometimes in team meetings, my boss starts a conversation prompted by things he's seen online or other stuff. Instagram pages trying to be cool and friendly although the even weirder part is that he doesn't follow me on Instagram and I think he just searches all of our profiles all the time it's freaking me out what should we do thanks before we go into this call I just want to quickly check how are you doing flight wise has your plane started leaving the runway yet no well they're they're just closing the doors now okay so we have about 10 minutes yeah they're just doing like checks making sure laptops are put away and stuff like that like just Bigger items under the seat. Um, and they're cool with you boarding the plane that late? Yeah, it's so crazy. Like, I was, like, so weirded out by it. But they said, apparently it's pretty normal in this day and age where everyone's so busy. So if you've written a book, you get to board the plane, yeah. like, seconds before the yeah. tires leave the tarmac. Yeah, it's really crazy. It's just, like, something they do for, like, um, kind of minor, 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 minor celebs. <laughs> sure, sure. That's exciting. <laughs> well, let's dive into this call then. Um, So your boss is clearly stalking all you guys on social media, but he doesn't follow any of you and he keeps commenting on specific things that you guys are doing in your social life. That's such, like, I understand that feeling of, like, when you know something about someone and, like, you're like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, and then you just say it because you know and you freak out. Like, that compulsion to me is very, like, I understand where the boss is coming from. Yeah. But why not just follow and then be, like, able to say it knowingly and like be like haha and like react to stories i guess god i guess that i you know what i think because i've worked for a lot of people who climbed the ladder maybe too quickly and didn't quite know how to be a boss Mm. people that were not much older than me and then all of a sudden found themselves in management or producer roles yes where they had to be the boss and then know how to do it and they really struggle with that boundary of like friend and like authority figure. Mm-hmm. I reckon this guy's like, I need to put a boundary up. I need mm. to put a wall up. I can't follow them. I can't engage. But at the same time, I really want these guys to like me and I yeah. and I just fucking wish I was their friend. Well, it's so revealing. Like I bet he does it after a couple of glasses of red on the couch <laughs> by himself. And then he like looks at the Instagram 
and then he's so muddled that he can't even remember if like <laughs> he's allowed to know or he, yeah. like, if he was there. Also, I wonder if he's only doing it for like the attractive people in the group. <laughs> like there's a guy, Jared, and he's like, oh, I've been up to stuff too. You haven't mentioned anything. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, seriously, seriously, I, I had a pretty crazy weekend. Um, yeah. Ended up in jail. <laughs> He's like, oh, is that, is that true? No, it's true. I got, uh, I got kidnapped by a bunch of bikies. Oh, really? A it's... bunch of bikies. Jared, please wait your turn when, when we're talking. Okay, we'll come around to you. Okay, fine. Um, Amy, Amy, I saw you went to that new restaurant in Bondi. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. What, sorry, why were you looking at my Instagram? I think you just popped up because isn't that a – I think sometimes they just chuck like sort of suggested follows <laughs> in the – I just clicked through. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so fucking wasted. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess uh, yeah. what, what advice can we give? I guess you got to quit that job. Quit the job. Or I think maybe if you open up to your boss a little bit, he won't feel that, that – you know, like if you maybe just say something you did that weekend, make him feel included – he won't have to kind of run to that like thing he's seen because I think he's probably feeling that you're being all a little bit withholding and mm. he wants you to know that he's cool with whatever it is you're doing. He wants to hear about it. He wants there to be, a, a, you know, a, a back and forth. So you can do what Becky said or you can do what I said, which is quit that job. Yeah, but like in this economy? Yeah, but like who cares? You know, money is made up. No, it's not. Yeah, we're being held ransom by this bullshit fake-ass economy. Ones and zeros, beeps and boops on a computer. <laughs> beeps and boops. <laughs> <laughs> it's all crap. It's all just crap. Yeah. But still, like, you say that and then, like, I get messages from you like, hey, can I borrow some cash? And then I yeah. give it to you and then you sort of go quiet and you sort of resent me for a while because you're like, I owe her money. And then you, I suddenly become your, like... I don't know, captor or whatever, and it kind of makes. And me that's feel what shit. I'm talking about, man. It's like, you know, you're a slave to your job, and I'm a slave to the person I'm in. I'm indebted to, and that just so happens to be Becky. And if we just erased debt, if we erased the economy, if we went back to farming and bartering, all everything would be sweet. Yeah, but not really, because like you'd still be asking for bread, and I'd be giving you bread, and then you'd be acting weird again. <laughs> like it'd be the same shit. Maybe. Maybe we should abolish bread too. I mean, there's been a lot of research suggesting that, you know, the early hominids uh, didn't eat grain and they didn't they didn't use that sort of farming practices. Yeah, but there so. was also, like, research that they were fugly and weird. <laughs> right, well, well, maybe... And they we... used to scream. Their, their mouths were all different and they're like, ah! ah! That's how they communicated. They opened their throat and just kind of let yeah. it sound come out I don't, and then that's kind of what i'm saying is that we should all go back to that sort of early hominid form where we're all fugly and we all go like arr, arr, and yeah. then everyone's sweet and everyone's just as hot as each other and there's no economy at all yeah i don't know i think my way is probably better so yeah do do what becky said or go or back to being a hominid we all go back <laughs> to being an early hominid so yeah. one of the rare times that we actually disagree but <laughs> Let us know how it goes. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Okay. That's been probably one of our shortest episodes ever. It has been, but you know what? It's either a short app or it's no app. And if you're going to come at me and complain, mm. 
I'm just going to simply ignore you. That's fair enough. And you know what, Becky, you got to fucking hop to it because that yeah. plane is, I can see the wheels are being sucked up onto the mm. underside of the car and you, of the I, plane I even. I can read Dunlop on the tyres. Yeah, <laughs> you got to sprint after that thing, girl. I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. All right, she's sprinting out of here. Just, just, Guys, thank you so much for listening. Please keep calling on 1-800-BECKY-CAM. Wait up! Becky's out of here. And, and I'm on! And she's gone and now I'm alone and thanks for listening. Bye.